Welcome back to the Hot Tips Daily Pick Show for Saturday, February 12th. Back with some more college basketball action for today. And before we get into Saturday's card, quick recap for Friday. We had UConn taking on Xavier. UConn, while they play a close game, can't quite get over the hump, end up losing the game to Xavier. Don't cover the one and a half. So 0-1-1 for Friday's card. But we got some great matchups on slate here for Saturday. So let's jump right in. Now, the first game I want to take a look at on Saturday, American taking on Boston U. American comes into this game 6-17 and 17 on the season. BU is 17-9, and nine, and BU has been a pretty good basketball team this season. 213 in Kim Palm, 218 in the hot to bet rankings. American 343 in Kim Palm, 307 in the hot to bet rankings. And I mean, Boston has been on an absolute tear as of late in their last seven games, six and one down that stretch. American or not American Patriot League play um, has been very, very good for this BU team. Eight and five on the year in the in the Patriot. Gosh, I keep saying the American. Speaking of American, um, their team lost to BU by 26 points at home in their first game. And while they've been, I was going to say all right, but that's just not even true. I mean, their best conference win this season came against Bucknell, who's the 338th team in Kempom. Overall, they only have two wins in Patriot League play. And for American, I mean, they have just really struggled to shoot the basketball. Stacey Beckton leads them in scoring with 12.9 points per game. Colin Smalls also has 10 points per game. But overall, they have just not been a great shooting team. Only a 49.6 effective field goal percentage and 32.8% from beyond the arc, as well as 68.8 from the free throw line. And I'm not saying BU's the greatest uh, shooting team in the world, but they have definitely done a better job. Javante McCoy leads them in scoring with 16.2 points per game. Chuck Momathon dropping 15 points per game, and overall they've been a better shooting team. A 51.3 effective field goal percentage. They're doing a really good job from the perimeter. 35% from three, as well as 75.6% of their free throws. And BU has just been a very, very good team on the offensive side of the ball. They're 123rd in adjusted offensive efficiency compared to American, who comes in 306th in adjusted offensive efficiency but you also gets the edge on the defensive side of the ball 284th in adjusted defensive efficiency while american is 345th in adjusted defensive efficiency um, according to ken palm and one area that i absolutely love about this bu team is the rebounding both sides of the ball they've done just a tremendous job this season pulling down 31.8 percent off the offensive glass 69th best offensive rebounding team in the country they've also done a good job on the defensive side pulling down 75.4 percent off the defensive glass the 49th team in the country there um, and when we look over at american you know their rebounding has not been nearly as good only 24.7 percent off the offensive glass 283rd in the country 70.2 percent off the defensive glass 240th in the country um, and their shot defense for american has been a huge, huge struggle. They're allowing a 55.2 effective field goal percentage, the 350th worst team in the country in that category, also allowing a 35.8 three-point percentage, 287th in the country in that category. And I'm not saying BU's the you know has the best shot defense, but it has been leaps and bounds better. I mean, only allowing a 50.5 effective field goal percentage, 206 in that category, as well as a 33.3 three-point percentage, 163rd in the country. So really when it comes down to this game, 
American is just not a very good basketball team. BU has been on absolute fire as of late. They have just been so, so red hot. I love what Joe Johns has done for this BU team. He really has a good roster assembled here. Um, and like I said, you know, 6-1 and one in their last seven games. Love them in this spot here at home. And let's be honest, American is one of those teams who has just not played well up against better opponents this season. So give me BU minus an 11.5 here against American. Now, the next game we're taking a look at on Saturday's college basketball card, Indiana taking on Michigan State. Indiana comes into this game 16-7 and on the season. Michigan State is 17-6. and And both of these teams have been, you know, solid in their own right in, in Big Ten play. Michigan State 25th in Kempom, 30th in the hot to bet rankings. IU 41st in Kempom, 35th in the hot to bet rankings. But they've both had some recent struggles. I mean, Indiana comes into this game um, on a two-game losing streak, losses to Illinois and Northwestern. Um, and they really just have not been a great team on the road against better opponents. We look over at Michigan State. They're also trying to rebound after. After two straight losses, a loss to Rutgers in Wisconsin. But overall, they've been a solid team in Big Ten play. They're eight and four overall. They got a couple of pretty good scores. Gabe Brown leads this Michigan State team with 12.8 points per game. Malik Hall is also dropping 10.1 points per game. And overall, they've shot the ball well. A 52.7 effective field goal percentage. They're hitting 38.8% from three. They've done a really good job three-point shooting this season, um, as well as 76% of their free throws. And that's not to say that Indiana is a bad shooting team by any means, but they heavily rely on Trace Jackson Davis um, to lead this team in scoring. You know, many does. He's dropping 17.6 points per game. Race Thompson also dropping 11 11.6 points per game but overall they just haven't been quite as good as michigan state shooting the basketball this season only a 52 effective field goal percentage which is obviously still good um hitting 34.4 percent from three um, but only 68.3 percent of their free throws and if we're being completely honest indiana's not the best team on the offensive side of the ball it has definitely been a weak spot for them at times this season and they're 108th in adjusted offensive efficiency for a reason coming into this game we look over at michigan state 31st in adjusted offensive efficiency they've done a very very good job but on the defensive side of things, Indiana probably gets the slight bump. You know, 15th adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. Well, Michigan State, only 50th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, but like I said, where Indiana really shines is on the defensive side of the ball. But one area that I love about this Michigan State team is how well they rebound the basketball. Um, they're 53rd in offensive rebounding, 106th in defensive rebounding. And a big part of that rebounding game is Marcus Bingham Jr. Um, you know, pulling down 6.5 rebounds per game, not to mention he's been a pretty good shot scorer for this team um you know he, he's one of those guys one of those glue guys um that michigan state um really you know i'm not gonna say can't live without but has you know been huge asset for this team this season um and on the defensive side of things it's not like michigan state's been horrible by any means they've held teams to a 46.3 effective field goal percentage this season the 37th best in the country granted they're going up against an iu defense that has done an even better job holding teams to a 43.4 effective field goal percentage they're actually the ninth best in the country in that category and iu is going to try to shut down michigan state's three-point shooting in this game they've held teams to a 30.7 three-point shooting uh, 51st best in the country in that category but if we're being quite honest you know when you look at the trajectory of this iu team this season following you know that that super high of beating purdue they really just haven't been the same basketball team they've you know played a lot of close games um they haven't looked good against the better opponents and they have really struggled on the road for Michigan State, I think coming off of losses to Rutgers in Wisconsin, I think Tom Izzo's going to have his team ready to play back at home in this one. Um, and I think they blow the doors off Indiana. So give me Michigan State minus four and a half 
here against Indiana. Next up on Saturday's college basketball card, Georgia Tech taking on Virginia. Georgia Tech comes into this game 10 and 13. Virginia is 15 and 9. And both of these teams has been a little bit of a letdown in the ACC this season. Georgia Tech, 157th in Kempom, 79th in the Hot Tibet Rankings. Virginia, 76th in Kempom, 38th in the Hot Tibet Rankings. Um, and I say that, but at the same time, I mean, Virginia, as of late, has been a pretty hot basketball team. I mean, wins in their last three games. They're looking pretty solid. Not to mention, I mean, their last game, a road win at Duke. Never an easy thing to go do. Um, but they did it, and, and Virginia sits here looking decent at the moment. Not the best team in the world. And they're going up against a Virginia Tech team um, that hasn't had a whole lot of light this season. I mean, losses in three of their last four games. The only win in those coming against Clemson. And their only road ACC win this season came against Boston College earlier in the season. So, you know, nothing strong to love there. And a big reason for Virginia Tech's, not Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech's struggles this season um, has been, you know, some of their shooting struggles. Michael DeVoe leads them in scoring with 18.7 points per game. Jordan Uzer also dropping 15 points per game. But overall, they've had some struggles. Only a 49.8 effective field goal percentage. They're hitting 35% from three, which, you know, is pretty good. Um, but 68.6 from the free throw line. You got to do a better job hitting your free throws. Not to say that Virginia is the best scoring team in the world, though. I mean, they still have their struggles. I mean, they're still heavily, heavily a defensive team. Um, but they've done a good job, at least to a certain extent, scoring the ball this season. Jaden Gardner leads this Virginia team with 14.5 points per game. Armani Franklin is also dropping 12.2 points per game. And like I said, they've been a decent shooting team, a 50.9 effective field goal percentage. They are a little bit lower from three, only hitting 33.2%, but their free throw percentage is much better at 73.3%. Honestly, they're just the much more well-rounded offense going into this game, which is a strange thing to say about Virginia, um, but it is definitely true at the moment. I mean, 72nd and adjusted offensive efficiency for this Virginia team. Well, Georgia Tech comes into this game 227th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, Georgia Tech gets a little bit better on defense, 97th in adjusted defensive efficiency, but you're going up against the Tony Bennett, you know, defense that is always going to be very strong, even when their team's not as good. Um, they're still 90th in just a defensive efficiency. And, you know, one thing Virginia does so, so well, even outside of the defense, you know, looking over at the offense is holding on to the basketball. They only turn it over on 16.5% of their possessions. They're the 53rd best team in the country in that category. And that's an area where Virginia Tech has definitely struggled this season. Virginia, gosh, Georgia Tech, too many close names here. Georgia Tech, turning it over on 19.6% of their possessions, 237th worst in the country in that category. And offensively, it's a team for Georgia Tech that has just not been very good. And I really think that lack of offense on the road against the Tony Bennett defense um, is not a place where you want to be. And I loved this Virginia Tech team last year. I mean, what Josh Pastner did getting this team into the tournament was nothing short of magical. Um, but that magic has certainly worn off this season and they have not looked like the same team Virginia, I feel like is getting hot at the right time and could maybe make a push. Um, and I really am getting back on the Tony Bennett train. I, I love what I've seen out of Virginia the last few games. And, you know, betting them after that huge win over Duke, maybe not the greatest spot, could be a potential letdown. But I think going back home against the not great Georgia Tech team, um, they get a pretty big win here. So give me Virginia minus nine and a half here against Georgia Tech. Next up, we got UMBC taking on UMass Lowell. UMBC comes into this game 12 and 10 on the season. UMass Lowell is 12 and 11. Now, both these teams, you know, are, are middle tier teams, obviously. UMBC 239 in Kim Palm, 201 in the hot to bet rankings. Lowell 258 in Kim Palm, 261 in the hot to bet rankings. But, you know, UMass Lowell comes into this game following a close loss to Stony Brook. Um, 
overall they haven't been the best team here in conference play um only four and seven in american east play and umbc on the other hand overall has been a very very solid team especially of late overall they're seven and four in american east play and in their last six games they have wins in all six they've just been a super super hot team and a lot of it's because of their scores keandre kennedy has been a great scorer for this umbc team this season he's dropping 14.5 points per game darnell rogers is another guy who's done a pretty good job putting some points up 10.7 points per game for him and Overall, UMBC has done a good job shooting the ball this season. A 51.2 effective field goal percentage. They're hitting 35.6 from three, um, as well as 77% of their free throws. And that's not to say UMass Lowell is a horrible shooting team, but they're definitely nothing special. And I would lean lower end on, on that category anyway. I mean, Alan Blunt does lead this team with 11 points per game. Max Brooks right behind him with 10.1. But overall, they've definitely had some shooting struggles this season. They're only hitting 47.7 um, effective field goal percentage, only 30.8% from three, um, as well as only 70.4 from the free throw line. And um, while UMBC might not have a huge advantage on the offensive side of the ball, they definitely have the advantage. 224th adjusted offensive efficiency for UMBC, while UMass Lowell comes in 290th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, UMass Lowell's defense does shine a little bit more. 196th in adjusted defensive efficiency, while UMBC is 244th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, but this UMBC team is very, very solid on the offensive side of the ball. One area, even outside of shooting, that they've done a great job of is not turning the ball over. They do a great job, great ball control, only turning it over on 16.9% of their possessions. 65th best in the country in that category we look over to umass lowell that's been a huge area of concern for them coming into this game they struggle to hold on to the basketball turning it over on 19.4 percent of their possessions 231st worst team in the country in that category and i absolutely love how this umbc team is playing right me right now jim ferry you know, putting together this squad has been nothing short of remarkable. Um, and really, they seem to be clicking when they need to, you know, going on a little bit of a late season run here. Um, granted, the level of competition isn't great. So that's definitely a factor. But they're going up against the U.S. Lowell team, um, who would definitely not a, a great team. I mean, um, UMBC definitely outranks them, um, both Kim Palm and the Hot Tibet rankings. And I'm just not super sold on this U.S. Lowell team. Um, I think offensively, it's going to be a very big struggle for them in this game i think umbc hangs around wouldn't even be shocked um if umbc wins this game i think they're a very live dog but gonna play a little bit safer taking umbc plus three here against umass lowell next up we got a battle for the bottom of the sec ole miss taking on missouri ole miss 12 and 12 on the season missouri is 9 and 14 and both these teams have been, like I said, lower teams in the SEC this season. Ole Miss 104 in Kim Palm, 73 in the high debate rankings. Missouri 131 in Kim Palm, 105 in the high debate rankings. But when we look at the first meeting between these two teams this season, Missouri definitely got the best of Ole Miss. I mean, they went into Oxford and Ole Miss didn't even show up to the game. Missouri wins that game by like 25 points. Um, definitely Missouri's most impressive win of the season. But I think all the more reason for me to be on Ole Miss in this game. I mean, um, since that game, Missouri only has one other win, a win at Texas A&M. Um, while Ole Miss has played decently competitive games, well, they might not have a ton of wins, and they definitely don't have a ton of wins. Um, but, you know, a win over Florida. They also played Florida very close, took them to overtime at Florida. Um, got a road win over LSU, which is huge for this Ole Miss team. 
And like I said, despite some losses for Ole Miss, they've been a competitive basketball team. Jarek Joyner leads this Ole Miss team in scoring with 14.5 points per game. Matthew Morell also dropping 10.8 points per game for Ole Miss. And overall, they've been a decent shooting team, um, at least better than Missouri. A 49.3 effective field goal percentage, 33% from beyond the arc, as well as 70.8% of their free throws. And that's not to say Missouri's a horrible team. But they're definitely not good. Um, Kobe Davis leads Missouri in scoring with 12.9 points per game. Jaron Coleman dropping 10 points per game. But overall, like I said, they've definitely struggled. Uh, only a 47.2 effective field goal percentage. They have really struggled from the perimeter. Only hitting 27.8% of their shots from three. Um, they are a little bit better free throw shooting team, actually, at 72.1%. But only marginally. And this Missouri offense has definitely been a problem. Um, and I say that. But they actually outrank Ole Miss just slightly here, 228th in adjusted offensive efficiency for Missouri, um, while Ole Miss is 141st. Even with that, I, st I still like the Ole Miss offense much, much more than I like the Missouri offense. But Ole Miss has been undoubtedly the stronger team on the defensive side of the ball. 75th um, in adjusted defensive efficiency, while Missouri is 149th in adjusted defensive efficiency. The Ole Miss defense, shot defense especially, has been super, super solid. They've held teams to a 49.9 effective field goal percentage, as well as only 31.2% from beyond the arc. And the Missouri shot defense hasn't been atrocious. They've held teams to a 50.7 effective field goal percentage. Um, but three-point wise, it's they let up quite a few shots. They've allowed a 30 5.8 um, three-point percentage and overall this Missouri team has not impressed me this season really they've done nothing but disappoint me this season um, and I'm just not a huge fan of them and we look back at that first meeting obviously Missouri goes into Oxford and blows the doors off of Ole Miss um, but I think like I said earlier in here all the more reason to bet Ole Miss in this game they're going to be looking for revenge here um, and I think they go into Columbia um, and beat the Tigers here so give me Ole Miss plus two and a half versus Missouri. And finally, to close out the card, UCLA versus USC, the battle for LA, um, a very fitting game with the Super Bowl being in LA this weekend, which I'm sure that wasn't at all planned, but UCLA 17 and four on the season. USC is 20 and four, two of the top teams in the Pac-12 going at it. UCLA 12th in Kimpom, 8th in the Hot Tibet Rankings, USC 34th in Kimpom, 21st in the Hot Tibet Rankings. And while USC comes into this game off a win, it was a win over Pacific, and it was a lot closer game than it should have been. But a win's a win. Maybe they were looking a little bit ahead to this ULC UCLA game. Um, we can only hope at least. Um, but overall, they've been a solid team in Pac-12 play. They're 9-4 overall. Looking over at UCLA, also been a solid team in Pac-12 play. 9-3 overall. Great uh, win over Stanford in their last game following the, the losses to Arizona and Arizona State. Um, I mean, and that Arizona State triple overtime game was a absolute um, crazy game. I, I really don't know how UCLA didn't win that. Arizona State was doing everything they could to give that one up. Um, but this UCLA team, led by Johnny Juzang, with 18.1 points per game. Jimmy Jaquez is also dropping 13.2 points per game. And overall, they've shot the ball fine. I mean, a 50.7 effective field goal percentage. 34.3% from the arc, 71.9 from the free throw line. About as you know perfect as you can make, you know, just that your standard offense in college basketball. But USC's done just as good a job. Isaiah Mobley leads them in scoring with 14.7 points per game. Boogie Ellis dropping 12.8 points per game. And overall, a 51.3 effective field goal percentage. They're hitting 34.3% from beyond the arc. Um, a little bit lower on the free throws at 64.4%. Um, but I've still been impressed with what USC has done. And while USC ranks lower um, 
on both sides of the ball. I mean, they're 44th in adjusted offensive efficiency, 47th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Well, UCLA comes into this game 17th in both adjusted offensive and defensive efficiency. I haven't been super sold with this UCLA team this season. They shot the ball fine, but they do give up a lot of points. I mean, their shot defense has definitely not been great this season. They're allowing a 47.8 effective field goal percentage, 83rd worst in the country. Um, uh, well, 83rd best in the country. Said that a little bit weird. Um, they're also allowing a 32.33 point percentage, 113th in the country in that category. But compared to UCLA, especially UCLA inside has been so, so dominant. They're only allowing a... 43.8 effective field goal percentage, 10th in the country in that category. They're actually second in the country when it comes to defending two-pointers. Um, 97th in the country against the three holding teams to a 31.93 point percentage. And I get it. USC has definitely had some struggles as of late. I mean, they haven't been, you know, that super polished team that started the season out undefeated by any means. Um, but at home in this game, being the underdogs going up, you know, against their crosstown rival. I really like this USC team. It's a USC team going into the season that I had high, high hopes for. And when they started the season undefeated, I I honestly felt like, oh, everyone's just going to be on them. That hype has kind of died down now. Even for UCLA, the hype's died down a little bit. Um, but, you know, I do like what Mick Cronin has built with UCLA. However, against a crosstown rival, against USC, who is an equally as good Pac-12 team, I think they have some struggles. Give me USC plus two here against UCLA. And that is it for the Hot to Best Daily Pick Show for Saturday, February 12th. If you haven't already checked out all the college basketball stuff for this weekend on hottipbest.com, go take a look at that. All the computer model picks for college basketball, NBA, NHL, got the UFC pay-per-view going on, um, and of course, the Super Bowl this weekend. So plenty of sports stuff going on this weekend to check out. Also, follow Hot Tip's main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with everything that's going on over there, all the computer model action, as well as follow my personal account, Hot Tip Bets Chris, on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date with all the content I'm putting out, as well as on the Best Stamp app where you can get early access to all of the picks the second that I record each episode. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Saturday's college basketball card. And if you guys are still watching the video, I absolutely love you guys. Thanks for supporting the channel um, and continuing to make this possible. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.